0: Vice-caste by Mutual. Hi there. Hope you are doing well. You are listening to Arjun Nagarajan, Chief Economist and Communications Manager at Sundaram Mutual. The RBI kept all its rates on hold in its monetary policy yesterday. It sharply upgraded its growth and inflation forecasts and its narrative witnessed a yet another reiteration of its pro-growth stance. With this, The focus now shifts to the next RBI policy in February that will take place immediately after the government's budget proposals for FY22. Our paramount objective is to support growth, said the RBI governor in his policy briefing. This sums up everything the policy has to say. Yesterday's policy was a continued reiteration of the RBI's pro-growth stance all focus of the market participants were drawn to the GDP and inflation forecasts of the RBI. The RBI revised its GDP forecasts upward by 200 basis points for FY21 to minus 7.5% from minus 9.5% in its earlier policy. And for inflation, second half of FY21 this fiscal year was revised higher by 130 basis points to 6.3% from a 5% average in its earlier policy. This sharply underlines the RBI's growth focus and its call to overlook elevated inflation prints while still keeping a close watch on inflation, because it does matter to an inflation-targeting central bank. Despite all these upward revisions, the RBI appeared comfortable to maintain an accommodative stance on monetary policy. We have been writing about this in the last two monetary policies, and this apparent contradiction is explained by the RBI's explicit shift in focus towards growth. In other words, the last two RBI policies drew a clear narrative of choosing to overlook elevated inflation prints as long as it does not see this to be demand-driven. One must remember here that there is an angle of credibility also attached to this. Why? Think about this. An inflation-targeting central bank overlooking elevated inflation prints? Now, that's surprising. However, the RBI so far appears to have delivered the narrative very convincingly with no room for misinterpretation. Now, the next question in one's mind would be, Is there space for more policy easing? No is a short answer. To elaborate, one can say that uh, if inflation falls sharply below the RBI's estimates or if growth falls sharply below expectations, the RBI can cut rates marginally. However, a sharp drop in inflation or a slump in growth are very unlikely scenarios, especially when the RBI themselves are upping their growth and inflation forecasts for the quarters ahead. So, for all practical purposes, one can say with a reasonable degree of comfort that the rate-easing cycle has come to an end. Nevertheless, the focus of the RBI is to keep rates lower for longer. What did the RBI say about liquidity in the policy? To understand this, one must remember that in the run-up to the RBI policy, the markets were expecting measures from the RBI to suck up excess liquidity from the system. Note here that the RBI's bond purchases and the RBI's intervention in the forex market had led to an increase in liquidity. This liquidity got added on to the already existing surplus liquidity in the system through various RBI measures. As a result, the liquidity adjustment facility of the RBI, also called as LAF, reflected excess liquidity of more than 7 lakh crores. The call money rate, which is the rate at which short-term funds are borrowed and lent in the money market, stood fairly low at 2.9%, well below the reverse repo rate of 2.35%. As a result of this, the market participants started talking about how this could lead to mispricing of risk in the system. And to counter this, there was a fair bit of chatter about how the RBI might suck up excess liquidity through various Uh, measures. To counter this chatter of the RBI wanting to suck out excess liquidity, the RBI reinforced its view in the policy that it would ensure ample liquidity in the system and it implied that it would not take any measures that would suck up excess liquidity in a significant way from the system. Remember here that the RBI wants lower rates for longer with ample liquidity in the system. Furthering its commentary on liquidity, the RBI also expanded the scope of the ONTAP TLTROs, targeted long-term refinancing operations, to all the 26 stress sectors identified by the Kamath Committee from an earlier focus on 5 stress sectors only. In addition to this, banks have been encouraged to bring about synergies between the ONTAP TLTRO and the Credit Guarantee Scheme 2.0 providing credit to these very stressed sectors. Furthering the reach of the RBI's liquidity facility, the RBI has also allowed regional rural banks or RRBs to access liquidity under the RBI's liquidity windows and also participate in the call and notice money markets as both lenders and as borrowers. With the RBI's monetary policy done, what comes next? The policy focus of the RBI would now shift to the government's budget math in February. And if the February FY22 budget math is not aggressively expansionary in nature, the RBI is very likely to maintain its policy language unchanged into the months ahead. However, any aggression in expenditure patterns in the budget could possibly see some tweaks in the RBI's policy narrative while still keeping rates unchanged and stance accommodative. Hope you found this podcast useful. Till next time, this is Arjun signing off. The WiseCast is a podcast initiative by Sundaram Mutual. We hope you like listening to us as much as we love presenting it to you. Stay tuned to The WiseCast to learn more about the world of mutual funds and investing. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully.